Hey listeners, this is the Spotlight on Grace podcast, where we're focusing on what's happening at Grace Church and how God's grace is making a difference in our lives. I'm your host, Burt Bolton. Pastor Tanya's hosting again today. Hello, hello. And we're here. Last one. I know. uh, Talking about grace, which we'll never stop talking about grace because that's just, that is, that is the purpose of this podcast. That's right. (laughs) But about this um, specific little sermon series that yes. that Jason did, but we don't have to stop talking about grace because it, it permeates all of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're talking about specifically sufficient grace today. Yes, that's right. So. And that's um, a really important aspect of grace that that if we could get a hold of, we would understand that, to me, the sufficient grace of God boils down to the fact that God has the last word. Yes, in the end, no matter what we're going through, no matter what we've been through, no matter what this crazy world is doing, um, in the end, it's Jesus, mm-hmm. and every knee's going to bow, and every tongue confess, and God is going to carry us through it. So we talked last time about um, God wooing our hearts and saving our hearts and cleansing yes. our hearts and keeping our hearts, and I think in sufficient grace, um, God carries us when, when that's what we need, right. and he knows just what we yes. need. So that's a really a, a thing that we can take to the bank. Yes. And as we were coming up with this podcast back when we first started it, I wanted to end on some kind of tagline. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it's all about grace. And that's what the opening line is. How what can we end on? But I specifically wanted to end on scripture. Mm-hmm. And so even though I don't reference it every time, um, I, I end with God's grace is sufficient yes. for you. And that's from 2 Corinthians 12, 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Mm -hmm. And so we end on that every time for a reason, because I believe it, Mm -hmm. that God's grace is enough. Right. And it will carry you through. It will. And that that story, we won't go into the whole Bible story today, but that references back to Paul's thorn in the flesh. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of us tend to think, um, I need to be strong, I need to do this, I need to take care of this, I'm, I'm going to be brave or mm-hmm. independent or whatever, but we find that in our weakness, God's strength shines through. And mm-hmm. anybody, I think, who's followed Christ any amount of time has a story of that. Yes. And I think about even in my life, thinking about that or singing songs about that, you know, as a teenager, um, and then even a few years ago, but just thinking like, the longer I serve him, the sweeter he grows, Right, you know, because, and I imagine the saints that are years ahead of us yes. that we know and love around here have even more stories of how God has just kept them through all kinds of things. Yes. And it's th- that saying that so often people will say, God doesn't give you more than you can handle. Not true. Not, not true, true. Not true. Not true. Because he knows that his grace is sufficient for you. Mm-hmm. Might get something, not because God did it but just this world there's going to be trouble and Mm -hmm. so we might get something we can't handle but we won't ever get anything that god can't handle right right and that that verse that we misquote is about temptation yes he's never going to give us a temptation we can't handle that's a whole different podcast (laughs) (laughs) because there are lots of situations in our life death and job loss and just tragedies of many many kinds um that We could not handle our own. Right. We wouldn't make it, but God is there. And so, as you mentioned, um, God never brings evil to us. Mm -hmm. Uh, We should never assign anything as evil as being from God. Um, But God has a will in all those things, Mm -hmm. even when Mm -hmm. evil is intended, even when sin is at work. um, God doesn't, doesn't cause it. Right. But he's working in it. Yeah. And we were talking before we started recording about how so often... 
unbelievers, one of the one of the big questions they have is how could a good God mm-hmm. um, uh, let bad things or cause bad things ha- to happen? And and to me, when I think about the goodness of God, it yes, there's free will and mm-hmm. there's sin in this world and there's bad things that do happen. But how I know God is good is because He chooses to step in and work good in the midst of all of that um yeah he does let some things happen but he doesn't cause them Mm -hmm. but he in his goodness he tries to redeem and restore um, bad things to good things Mm -hmm. so and sometimes that's a matter from our perspective it's a matter of how we look at the situation yes like if i choose to just zoom in and focus on my problem Mm -hmm. all i'm going to see is the problem i'm not going to see god working or acting or moving um and also I have to I have to cooperate again it goes back to those means of grace and cooperating with God's work to to um, move through that situation because sometimes bad things happen because we've done really stupid things that we shouldn't yes. have done and sometimes things get enacted upon us yes um, and in either case God's will and plan is restoration and wholeness and he's yes. always working mm-hmm. um when I think about sufficient grace I think about that peace that passes understanding mm-hmm. and I I think you and I could both say we've had times of this and I think other listeners um, as well would say there are times and situations that I've been through where I should have fallen apart I should have been a complete wreck I shouldn't have been able to get up and move on but there comes that peace yes and I think about too when I when there that has happened to me personally Mm -hmm. but I also see other people that are walking through tragedies that I cannot imagine and I think to myself god I don't know if I could handle that like I think that to myself and it reminds me of a story that Corey Ten Boom tells about her father and a train ticket and um, she liked to hold the train ticket when she was little and he would take her to the train and so he would never give her the ticket before they got ready to board because he didn't want her to lose it and so he would give it to her just when they were about to get on the train and he said to her I'm sure I'm pair of messing all of it up but it's uh, paraphrased sure and she said he would give it to me when I needed mm-hmm. it not before yep. and not after yep. and I think even though I think I can't I don't know if I could respond that way the way you know Jane Believer is mm-hmm. responding mm-hmm. I also have to realize God will give me what I need yeah that's sufficient for me mm-hmm. if I were to go through that same thing. Yeah. And so not not before mm-hmm. and not too late, right. but right in time. Right. It's like that daily manna in the desert from the Old yes. Testament. Um, they couldn't collect it ahead of time. Yeah. It would rot, it would spoil. Um, but God sent it every day because that's a, a reminder that he is faithful. Mm-hmm. And I think it reminds us, um, it would remind me to, to stay up close to him. Yes. So that when the problem comes... I don't have to run and go find my father. Right. I'm right there with him for mm-hmm. him to give me exactly yes. what I need. Um, I love the fact that Dr. Busick points out that uh, God's sufficient grace holds us in a lot of ways, but most often God's sufficient grace and God's miracles, they don't come in the form of something just falling out of heaven. No. They come from within the body of Christ. Yes. So many times. And I've experienced that. Mm -hmm. I know that you could probably say that. Like a text comes across that's Mm -hmm. encouraging at exactly the right time. And that person would have no idea what I'm I'm dealing with. Or a card comes Mm -hmm. in the mail and it's exactly what I needed to hear at exactly the right time. And it was God working through someone else and then being obedient yeah. To be sufficient grace for me. Mm-hmm. And that's why we need each other. Yep. It's, that's so, so important. Um, God is 
so good in so many ways. If, if we would just, um, I'm, I've been reminded lately that when we pray that we should watch, meaning that we ask God to open our eyes to see the truth behind things. Yeah, but then we actually have to look for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. And we've talked about lament before, um, but this, I think, is a good time to remember that it is possible to grieve. Right. Because God wouldn't expect us to not grieve. He knows we has, have feelings. He knows he that grieved. pain hurts. Jesus grieved. Absolutely. He under, yeah, he understands heartbreak. Um, but we can grieve and have hope because of who Jesus is at the right. same time. And so um, it says... It says here, not only is that possible, but it's biblical. And yes. you referenced something that, yeah, that we said we, earlier. When we did the grief podcast um, with Nina, mm-hmm. um, the book that we had read, oh, what was the name of it? I can't remember now. The Go deep, back and listen. Deep Shadows. Oh, oh um, Dark Clouds, Deep yes, Mercy. Yes, That's it. Yes. And um, he said in that book that to grieve is human Mm -hmm. humans grieve Mm -hmm. but to lament is christian right and and that's the difference Mm -hmm. we play not only do we grieve because we're human we're placing our hope and our faith on the one who can comfort us and can be sufficient for us in our time of weakness and need yeah and he wants to do that Mm -hmm. Um, dr busick points out also that about 70 percent of the biblical psalms are pain prayers not praise prayers so often we go to you know the the psalms of praise but so many of them are are lament not hallelujahs Um, jesus prayed a lament on the cross um, and and god never turns his back on us he's always with us Uh, god is present in and participating in and attentive to the darkness and weakness and suffering of life yes Um, he knows we're going to go through that and um, when we see people that have gone through those things they are the ones that, in my mind, are the, the people I want to grow up and be like. Yes. They're the, the super saints, air quote, you know. Yeah. They, they wouldn't say that about themselves, but they have that peace. They have that joy. They have that contentment because they have seen the sufficient grace of God over and yeah. over and over again. And I don't know why that surprises us because we all know in our personal lives when we have drawn closest to God is when we're going through struggles when life is good we Mm -hmm. don't tend to reach out to him nearly as much as when he really becomes our every breath Mm -hmm. when we're struggling through something and so that changes you when you've walked through a valley Um, and I think that's why people who've been through valleys have that peace that surpasses all understanding because they've drawn so close to the father Mm -hmm. um, while they're in the valleys that they come out looking different on the other side right that's absolutely true and we're all completely dependent on that grace all the time we've said it again and again and i think those valleys remind us and bring it back to the forefront of our minds so that in the good days we don't take for granted the fact that god's grace is carrying me even on the good days even on the good days that's a great thing so pastor ray um, has experienced a lot of of hard things in his life and Mm -hmm. he came and shared uh, just a little bit of that testimony with us now and how god's grace has been sufficient for him so let's listen in on that so when i think of sufficient grace i think of those times in my life when i have faced extremely hard times Uh, i think back to 1997 uh, which was my senior year in high school uh, my 13-year-old sister passed away from cancer um, just a couple of months before I was going to graduate from high school or before I did graduate from high school. And I think of October of 2008 when my mom was in a, a very tragic accident. And my my dad and I never left the hospital for those 11 days while my mom was fighting for her life. Um, I literally remember laying on the hospital floor every day 
uh, crying out to God, praying for him to somehow perform a miracle uh, and save my mom's life. Uh, in that time, I remember listening to a song uh, every night as I would uh, try to go to sleep, and the name of the song is Jesus Messiah. And part of that song says, all our hope is in you. All our hope is in you. All the glory to you, God, the light of the world. And while I prayed for God to heal my mom, I also knew that whatever happened, his grace was sufficient. Whatever happened uh, in the end to my mom, which unfortunately my mom passed away uh, on October 24th of 2008, uh, but his grace was sufficient through that. Um, most recently, I think of sufficient grace, I think of, of Carmen McMillan, uh, one of our students uh, here at Grace who passed away in a hiking accident. Uh, I can honestly say that I've never felt God's presence and God's sufficient grace like I did in that period of my life. Uh, lately, I've been talking to our students a lot about uh, difficult times and tragedy and trials and things, and a, a verse that has really stuck out to me through all of that uh, comes out of Isaiah uh, chapter 43, verse 2. It says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, they will not you you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Now, one one the most powerful part of this scripture to me is is the way that um, Isaiah terms it and he or writes it and it says, "When you pass through the waters, when you pass through the rivers, when you walk through fire." Um, and so that, that's a promise from God. God literally says, when you pass through these things, when you go through these hard times, uh, when you pass through the, you know, the, the, the trials and tribulations in your life. Um, but what I love about that is after those wins, um, there's not a period. Uh, there's a comma. And after that comma comes the sufficient grace. It says, I will be with you when you pass through these things. When you go through these hard times, I will be with you. There will be times in your life when you feel like it's the end. It will feel like God has put a period at the end of a situation. And I've been through many times in my life where it feels, feels like that. But, but I just want to encourage you to know that it's actually just a comma. There's better things to come. And it may be 20 years before we see that. Um, I look back at those times in my life that, that were so tough, and I see the sufficient grace that God poured out on me. Those were some of the hardest times that I've ever been through. But I look at what God promises. First, he promises that we will go through those trials. But most important, he promises us that he will be with us. His grace is sufficient, and for that, I'm thankful. Well, thanks to Pastor Ray for coming in and sharing a little bit about that. And mm -hmm. I think some people probably may have never heard any of that, you yeah. know. And so yeah. it just reminds me about how good God is and how faithful he is to be sufficient for us um, in the middle of hard times. And it may seem like he's distant, but he's never absent. Right. And it's That's usually because we've lost the focus in the middle of a hard time, but right. he's there. Yeah. And sometimes the pain is so deep and hard I remember when my dad passed away it literally felt like physically my heart had been ripped out of right. my chest for a moment you know um but but God was still there mm -hmm. um and and the feelings came back around but I could yes. depend on what I knew to be true yes 
And so a lot of times I pray for people who are going through a hard time to feel what they know. Mm-hmm. And we know that God is faithful yes. and he's there for us. Yes. And so that's some really good news. Yeah, Because feelings are important. They're good mm-hmm. indicators, but yeah. they shouldn't drive the right. knowledge of what we know to be yeah. true. Should be what should dri- be driving, you exactly. know? So, and anyways. we know that God's grace is sufficient, but well, I don't want to take your line away. No, so it I'm is. Let that's you good. I like it. Yeah. All right, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you know that God's grace really is sufficient for you. <laughs>